This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mint Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing, but well, to myself. That goes without saying. But what yeah. dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, it's via participating restaurants only. 18 plus. Rewards. Registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. So see mcdonalds.com for full details. Welcome to the Alan Vale podcast. It is Wednesday the 20th of December, half past eight at night. And just the two of us now, we're just going to have a little chat about last night's game against Middlesbrough in the quarter-final of the Carabao Cup. There's definitely some talking points for us to go through. Um, I'm joined by Johnny, and Johnny, what a small, what a difference a month makes. A month makes because a month ago we're talking about the quadruple in the European Tour, and now we're talking about staying up in League One. Yeah, it's a long time in football, isn't it? Yeah, so really, yes. and I can hear you now. This is take two for those that none of you will know, but it's take two. Yeah, I was saying no, no one knew, but yeah, yeah. It's, a, it, it's a difficult feeling because I, I said before that this game means nothing in terms of what it does pro Crosby. I, I feel for me it's done damage though because we had a big crowd in last night, which was very flat, very flat. and we'll talk about that. Yeah, we will. Uh, and people people left really early, which I don't blame them, because I personally thought some of the football on show from us was was a disgrace. Um, and I just, I'm just really struggling because we, we go on... We've had two real positive results in the league. And I know people are going to say Exeter wasn't a positive performance, but it's three points at the end of it. So we've got six points from six in the league. Wickham's the important one now. We go and beat Wickham and get something positive on Boxing Day and stuff like that, then grand. You know what I mean? That that's that's your bread and butter, isn't it? But I'm just sat here now thinking if we play like that against Wickham, we're gonna get shafted. Because yeah, I, if we play like that against Wickham, I'll be fuming. Yeah, and this is this is one of the things I've asked. I asked someone on Twitter today that I was talking to that seemed pretty content with the performance, 
And I was just like, if we play like that against Wickham, will you be happy? Because, like, Middlesbrough were the best team I've seen down at Vale Park since Brighton and the FA Cup. Um, because I don't think Brentford were that good. Brentford, no. were, just, Brent, Brentford were just clinical. But I don't think footballing-wise they were that good. Like, for example, even Tony didn't look like he was a 20-goal-a-season Premier League goal scorer. He he was a he was decent, but like last night they all they all looked like, especially Johnny Alston. Johnny Alston looked like he was in a regular international, and so they were a very good side. But I also think that we were far too respectful. We were far too nice, and we didn't make it difficult. Adam Yates put a brilliant tweet out beforehand. I don't know, did you see it? And yeah. If you were doing a tip box of it, it'd be, no, we didn't do that. We didn't make it. We didn't intimidate them. We didn't make it an horrible place. We didn't. We, we didn't do any of the things that he said that we should do. And I'm sure that the majority of the Vale fans were asking that sort of thing. Go and make it an horrible place to play. Go and make it ugly, and let them know they've been in a game. But I just don't think we did that until about the. 75th minute when Ben Garrity went flying through their lad and it was a wonderful challenge but I think that's the only time that we made it difficult for him yeah I'd agree with that and like you say I come out there last night my initial feeling was we've been done by a much better side yeah however we didn't turn up I will say that I was let's not forget Middlesbrough had 11 players out injured obviously not all 11 first teamers but a good portion of them so that's a reserve championship side and that opened my eyes what a gap it is between league one and the championship because to me that's a massive massive gap they closed us down a lot sharper than teams in league one do they were definitely more clinical in the box their finishes were unbelievable i know the first one's taking a big deflection second and third they put away in the corners real nice whereas a league one striker doesn't do that they move the ball a lot quicker than any team in our league does they're a lot sharper and even the movements off the ball different to any league one team I've seen so I come out thinking the gap was obvious to see and they've just done us the more I hear people and the more that I think about it you're right we made it far too easy for them and if we put in a performance like that against the league one side I'll be absolutely fuming I think maybe I was giving us too much credit for the opposition as far as the atmosphere and that goes because you touched on Yates said let's make it all when he was talking to fans and players absolutely pathetic um I am now on the verge of, I understand why we swapped stands for the ammo. It was the right thing to do and it is the right thing to do. However, it's completely killed the atmosphere in Vale Park. I can't remember a game this season where I've come out and gone, the atmosphere was electric today. The Swindon one, it worked because it was a playoff game. We were 1-0 down. The fans were really up for it. But for me, all you've done is you've separated the singers because people like me and you, Johnny, have stayed in the paddock and as normal seats. Then some have moved over to the Amel and it hasn't joined for the singing. So you've got all for the people that used to sing now singing some songs in the paddock. You've got all singing some songs in the Amel. And it's just, for me, I don't know how you feel, it's just killed the atmosphere in Vale Park. And somehow we need to build that atmosphere back. And I'm not saying switch stands back because I think that would be the wrong call. But somehow we need to create that atmosphere because it's shite. We were good for yeah. five minutes, the fans were. Yeah. And he's spot on. I think. I think my big issue with it is that we we've given this dedicated singing section 
yeah. think we've made the wrong decision in terms of where we've put it. Mm. I think because we've put it across five or six rows across two two blocks, you 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 kind of you you kind of mix in it then of people in and around. I think what they probably should have done is put in a block and just said, this is the block, not even a sec, this is the block, and then left it at that. Mm. Because what I, what I think it does is, like, we saw it last night, they were scrapping with each other again. Yeah, so- like, apparently, apparently it was some, it, it, it was some young, young, lad and, young lad and an older geezer, and the older geezer got absolutely pummeled by him and it was just like it's just not on that sort of thing isn't like you shouldn't be scrapping your own fans over a frigging seat like and and that's part of the issue i get they like to they like to say sit in your seats now yeah. whether you do or you don't what you've got to be is you've got to be respectful of somebody that's picked a seat and wants to sit in that seat so if someone comes up to you and says oh you're in my seat just shift across Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if you wanted that seat, you buy that seat. Like, don't don't be daft about it. But also, what you've got to do is, if somebody's buying that seat, and I don't know, I don't know if this is something that online need to do, but if someone's buying that seat, just have a pop up that comes up and goes, singing section. This is pal. Like, mm. are you sure you want to be in there? Because. <sighs> What what really frustrates me is look at Borough's fans last night. For the whole ninety minutes, I'd say 70, 80% of them were stood up singing yeah. and stuff like that. We don't do that ever because we've got a section of fans that don't want to stand up and sing that will go and sit at the back. Mm. And it's like if someone stands up in front of them, then it, it's gonna cause a the domino effect. So we we've just got to we've we've got to do something about this whole. How do we get the atmosphere back? Now, for me, I take the two the first two blocks of the paddock out, put safe standing in there, and it'd be fucking brilliant. Yeah, because I think that'd be perfect for us. We wouldn't fill it every game, obviously, but I think it'd be absolutely perfect. Yeah, um, and whether you do that in the buy cars, I mean, like I'd, I'd happily let them do it in the buy cars if that's where they want the sort of. The noise and stuff come from, like not the bike car, sorry, in the ammo. The ammo, yeah. And I, I'd happily let him have it, have it done there. I wouldn't move still, like. But if if they, if they did it there, I think people would give it a go and see 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 what happens and stuff like that. But we do need to do something, and I I think what one of the big things we need to do is just like kind of have 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 a, have a little maybe unofficial chat sort of thing, but the fans just need to kind of sort out what what's what's going to happen now. Because you've always known, like you said, you've always known that in the paddock's going to be this, the railway stand's going to have this, and that's where that's where the atmosphere comes from. But you're yeah. miles away from the away fans now, so there's no, there's no banter in that sort of situation. So you, sometimes you pick your atmosphere up from them. Yeah, you do. But, but that doesn't happen anymore. Like, so... So that's that's kind of that one ticks off sort of thing, and I honestly feel that a lot of people that went and got have gone in the hammer will end up back in the paddock next season. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah, I think it's a it's a good experiment for the for the club, but 
I don't I don't think it's going I don't think it's going to end up lasting because it just just hasn't hasn't worked for me and I also, I also think that the football on show is having a massive effect on it as well. Yeah, because we are very, we are a reactive fan base in that terms, and the football on show has been drab for months. It picked up against Wigan, and the atmosphere picked up. Agree with that, yeah. Agree with right. that. So, so I think like we've got to do better as fans. We we've got to make sure that we start the game enthusiastic for it. And I get that's difficult because people look at the team selection and there's three or four players in, in there that people just can't get behind for one reason or another or looking at it and going, fucking Algarity's up front again. And that's not me saying that in sort of the terms of, I'll, I don't want him there, but that's me saying that in the terms of, it automatically brings negative implications back of, well, we've fucked that up again, haven't we? Yeah, so like you, you feel like that. People see Massey starting, and he, Massey was brilliant the two games previously, but everyone remembers the 20, 30 games in the last season and a half since we've had him and goes, Wait, which guy Massey are we going to get? And then you look around, and now Kofi's now made a couple of mistakes in a couple of games, and people are on edge. And then you look at it and think, well, actually, Yak's made the same amount of mistakes in the games he's played, and then Dan Jones can't get in. and Nathan Smith's been poor recently. It's just there's just a lot of stuff that's contributing now to the atmosphere. I think, and I don't. And the elephant in the room is that probably if you polled all Vale fans that go to the games at the moment, I think over fifty percent are on Crasby out. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's too far wrong. Question for you about it, right? Go on. Do you think because do you think do you think the reason why it's not it's not as bad as it's been under other managers in terms of people wanting wanting his head because everything that Carroll's done for the club and there's a lot of goodwill towards Carroll. So it's it's kind of not it's not spilling over like it used to. Because like I feel if it was under under Smurfweight, for example. It's been toxic. Yeah, and yeah. I don't want it to be toxic. I'm not. I'm not asking for that. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I just don't see a lot of people everywhere. So one Vale fans, four people wanting him out on Twitter, Facebook, and stuff like that. And I know that social media and online presence isn't the best place to judge, hundred yeah. percent. But you normally get a mixture of people who are pro cons. You get some people that are a bit on the fence, sort of thing. So it's 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 a good view. Yeah, it's a gauge. It's a gauge that you can yeah. use to go. Where's that? For me, I think there's a mixture of things. I think one is the goodwill for Carol, and you get the odd knobhead that'll make a comment about Carol. And for me, and we've said this on here a million times, this is not us arse licking the clubs for those that won't come out and say that. But if you think Carol Shanahan doesn't make every decision she makes with the interests of the club and the area in her heart then I don't know what you expect from a chairperson does she get everything right? No and I'm sure she'd be the first person to say she doesn't and we've said that, however if you think that she makes decisions thinking I'm going to harm the club like a Norman did a Bratty did, a Bally at times, then I don't know what you expect from a chairperson unless you just want an Abramovich type to come in and plough billions in because 
if anyone's questioning her interests, then wrong. For me, I don't see how you do it. So I think, yeah, Carol's got goodwill with 99% of our fan base, and you've got the odd knobhead out there. Um, I also think Crosby being a nice guy's helping that people don't want to turn on him in the stadium, but they're happy to behind the keyboard. And I also think we're playing differently to normally when we're on the runs that we've been on. That's not me saying that it's good, but a lot of people are looking at us and going, oh, but we do keep the ball while we knock it about well and we get forward when the midfield are pretty. It's not like normally when you're on the run we're on, you're watching a team that's sitting back, getting pummeled, and you're losing games 3 and 4 nil. We aren't doing that. Fans are going, you know what, it's the final third, and if we sort that, it's not too bad. But mm-hmm. I think most fans are but in the same camp, and I think I'm in this camp of, I don't think he's the man that can sort that. And I'm not asking for him out after last night, by the way. For me, last night was a free hit. Did he do himself any favours? You said, Johnny, no. We now move on to Saturday. The problem is, we're now getting close to January transfer window, and, and on all, do I, can I see him seeing the season out? I don't think I can. No, and I'm the same. I, I, I but I just think, like, we, now we've got January coming up. We probably need four signings. Just on that, people are turning on him online as well because some of the comments online now about, you know, we got rid of a manager and we've hired a PE teacher. Very yeah. disrespectful for me. But that's the sentiment it's coming from. And do you know what people are entitled to their opinions? I, I guess as well. I get, I get, mm. I get, I get what the, I get, I get what they're trying to say because. The, he he is he is spoken about as this great motivator and stuff like that. So I get the sort of the idea behind that's that's the sentiment, and it's just it's just difficult at the minute for me to to get around it because I I, I said to, I said to Matt yesterday at half time Matt was losing his head over the striker situation, mm. and I was like I get it because I'm not happy with it, but there's no point getting yourself angry at the striker situation during the Middlesbrough game. Mm. Because we're not losing, like we we could have had Cristiano Ronaldo up front yesterday. If you don't get the ball to him, he's not going to score a goal. So it don't matter what happens. Mm. And that was my frustration was that yesterday you could the Pepper could have played up front and been as effective as Garrity and Chislett was because they they weren't effective in a striking role yesterday because they weren't given the they weren't given the opportunity to be effective. And I think that's that's my that's my big gripe about it is now you look at it and go, right, we're set in this formation and he Crosby can say whatever he likes because in the last ten minutes he put two strikers on, but we're set in this formation and he, he does not want to deviate from it. At half time yesterday we should have changed. We should have changed formation. Yeah. But we didn't. We should have. We 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 looked like we had to bring Funzo off, but the game when when Arblaster went off injured, the, that's not a Reese Walters game. That isn't. What good's that done that kid having Johnny Allison take the piss out of him? Mm. Like that's done him no good at all. And like I'm not saying he played bad either, Jeremy. When he come on, it it was just it's going to do him no good, is it? Like it's just so frustrating some of the decisions yesterday, and that's. That that kind of keeps me flip flopping in terms of how long he gets. 
Wick, Wickham's massive now, and like we'll we'll quickly get on it in a little bit. But mm. I'm just I, just, I said I said in the group last night, didn't I? There's there's only one other game than that quarterfinal that should have been easier for for a football player to get up for, and that would be Stoke. Mm. You're in a quarterfinal of a cup. If you can't get yourself up for that, you're in the wrong business. Like. You you looked at you looked at some of the players and it was just it was so it was so disheartening to see. Yeah, yeah. And I had a chat with Darren today, who's at work. He's a Middlesbrough season ticket holder and was there last night. And basically, this sentiment is easy game for as I expected. You. He actually went to the ground a bit nervous, thinking that we're going to give him a right good game. Yeah, stroll in the park. It was. Yeah. And that wasn't him being disrespectful either. Darren knows his football and, you know, he'll come in and tell you as it is. And he rightly said, nah, I said, yeah, don't disagree with you at all. I, I think it was a complete and utter stroll in the park. And in fact, I think after the third goal, Middlesbrough felt sorry for us and decided to just play a bit of training ground possession. Yeah, one thing I will say is Michael Carrick's going to be a fantastic manager. Yes. Because he's, he's got them playing some, some real good football. So, like... I'm more than happy to, to, to like give them credit as well, like we said. But And again, as I said earlier, they'll just echo it. It's pretty much their reserve side. And that's not because they were taking us lightly. That's just because the injuries they've got. Yeah, but a lot of them have got championship experience as well. Like yeah. they're, they're, they're The centre-halves have played a good number of championship games between Although, them. So. I didn't realise until Dan told me today, number five, the clock who got booked after five minutes when he pulled Chessie down on the edge of the box. He's yeah. been out for 18 months. Yeah, yeah, he's been, he's, 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 he's about his fifth game back. Yeah. So. And why we didn't play on him once he'd been booked and sort of run at him, get at him, get him that second booking, I don't know. It's one thing I, it's what, what I was crying out for, just, just, I said, get yourself booked, if anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, go down too easily and let the ref make a decision. If the ref books you for it, then the next person has a, has a go at it. It's like, you've just got to be a shithouse sometimes. And yeah, we, we bottled it. Well, we didn't want to deviate from our style of football. Uh, yeah. We wanted to play football the right way against a team that's much better than us at playing football the right way. Yeah. And I just, yeah, baffling. As you can tell, we're both a little bit disillusioned with it. And yeah, Saturday is massive now. Let's just have a quick look at the stat and then we'll get into it. It's not going to be a long pod tonight because there's just the two of us. Um, so Vale nil, Middlesbrough three. First goal after 11 minutes through Johnny Housen. Morgan Rogers made it two after 23. Then Matt Crooks wrapped it up on the 53rd minute for 3 nil. Stats. Bale had 39% possession to Middlesbrough, 62. And yes, I know that's 101 due to rounding. Total shots, Bale had four hitting the target once. Middlesbrough had 10 hitting the target five times. Passes, Bale 372, Middlesbrough 618. I think that's the first time I've read 600 on this pod. I can't remember reading 600 before on the pod. Clear-cut chances, one apiece. Corners, three apiece. Saves. Ripley made two there, goalie made one. Yellow cards, three for Middlesbrough, two for Vale. So, yeah, stats don't really lie with what my eyes saw, Johnny. 
Yeah, that, that's it. And I think the, the big thing is, Pez, have a, look, have a look at the second half stats if you can. Does it, do you just split it up? No, it doesn't. I'm on Sky no. Sports app. Okay, bear with Give me a sec. I did see someone put them in the group earlier. Yeah, so second half stats for you. Middles were 70% possession, five shots. We had zero shots. Mm. Zero shots second half. And that's in a cup game where it's yep. two or die. Yeah. And we just we just we did we didn't do anything. And that's that's my big frustration. And it's like when people are telling like putting online, oh well, yeah, well, we played well. We didn't. We just, I don't expect I didn't expect to win. I did not expect to win. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't I, I didn't expect them to be as good as they were, but I didn't expect to win. What I expected was to go out and, and, and show a bit. And I've seen people going, oh, well, cup sets don't happen no more. That's bullshit. Cup sets happen all the time still. And there's one league between us, same as there's one league between all the shots and Stockport and all the shot beats Stockport, do you know what I mean? And I, the, the gulf between the Stockports of the world and, and what all the shots have been doing is big. It, it's not. It's, it's obviously not as big as ex-Premier League sides, but... You've seen the money that's spent in the National League at the minute. Chesterfield are spending huge money in there for for the size for for the size of the club and stuff like that. So cup sets happen, and it's just for it to happen, you've got to you you've got to try. Like Horsham took Barnsley to a replay, for mm. example, and that 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 what that that wasn't that wasn't by Barnsley might have been bad that day. I get it. You, you have got to catch him on a bit of an off day. I, I get that. But you've got to, you you've got to want it as well. I just I honestly did not feel like we wanted it. And that's that's the thing that really frustrated me so so much that I walked out of the I walked out of the ground feeling a bit nothing. Mm. And and that I want it, I want I want I want to be happy for him after like after putting in a performance, I want to walk away going, Do you know what that that's my football club that is? That's that that that's a group of lads that have got to a quarter final. The first and probably only time in my lifetime that we're gonna to get to a, a quarter final based on history. Like we we haven't got that what fifty odd years sort of thing. So what makes you think in the next fifty odd years we're gonna get there again? But like I just walked out thinking <laughs> Typical Port Vale, that. Yeah. Big crowd, don't turn up. Yeah, and it's just... I don't know, I just... I, 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 don't, I, I feel conflicted inside because, like, I've, I've said multiple times on here that, for me, cup games mean nothing. Like, I just feel dead conflicted inside that we've walked away from that game and we just we, we just haven't tried to, to win the game of football and again if we spoke to Crosby and the players they, they'd adamantly say I, I was talking out my arse which mm. I'd expect but from a fan's perspective I really don't feel like they put in the same amount of effort that I did paid 25 quid to watch that crock of shit mm. No and I'm with you and like you say last year we lost a game of football to Ipswich who yes we're in the same league as us last year but we're a bloody brilliant side. 
and we didn't try to pass him off the park. We got in the face. He's had a go at him, closed him down every time they were on the ball, got balls into the box, attacked him, lost the game of football and got a standing ovation by a full stadium at full time because nobody had left early. No, and that, that same as away as well, though. Like they yeah. were flying at that point. They conceded a goal in ten or something, daft. Yeah, and that's what. So, so like they were flying at that point, and we went there and went, nah, fuck this. We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna put in a performance. We're gonna we're gonna show something, and that's what frustrates me. I mean, like if you if you go and do that sort of thing, nobody's walking out of that ground at sixty minutes. No, nobody's disgruntled. Everyone stays there, claps and goes. Do you know what, boys? You've ran yourself into the fucking ground. Well done. You've you, you've made you've made us proud of you. You made yeah. you've done yourselves no harm, sort of thing. Like whereas now I'm going into Wickham thinking I'm paying twenty seven pound go Wickham to watch us get shafted because mm-hmm. I've got no confidence that we'll we'll, we'll turn this round. Are you at a stage, because I can tell the disgruntlement in you, and feel free to non-answer this question and edit it out if you want. Um, Are we at the stage where if I said to you now, I've had a phone call from the club, and I haven't, by the way, before anyone thinks I have, no one would phone me and tell me this. And if we don't win on Saturday, he's gone. Would you take a defeat at this stage? Are you at that stage? Because we do get to that stage with managers. And I was probably at that stage before the before the game at the weekend, actually, after we beat Stevenage. If you'd have said to me, Wigan beat us, he's gone. I was at the stage where I'd have taken a loss. After the Wigan performance, I'm not there yet again. He's won me back a little bit, but I'm still he's still got a hell of a lot to do to win me back properly. I'm not at that stage for the Wickham game. I was for the Wigan game. Are you at that stage for the Wickham game? I'm not no, but this I think this goes back to what I said at the start. He's a nice bloke, mm. and I, I just I don't I don't want him gone. I don't want him gone because because of that reason. It, 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 I'm, I'm at the stage now where I've just watched as in a cup quarter final. You know I mean, in in if we finish twelfth under him at the end of the season, we look back at it and go, Do you know what? Mid table under Andy Crosby, quarter final of the cup. Fucking brilliant that season. That's that season's been. But it's just the fact that if you, if you dissect it and think about the football in this past two and a half three months, you're looking at it going, okay, boring as football the Wigan game. Yeah. In some games, I've I've walked out when other people have been kicking off, moaning and stuff like that, going, like we're we're not a million miles away from being a good football inside here. But yeah, I don't. I don't want I don't I don't want him gone enough to 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 not want us win, but I am at the stage of now where you've we've we've got to go to Wig Wickham, put in a performance. And I don't necessarily mean beat him, put in the performance we put in against Wigan, mm-hmm. and we lost, and you lose, you take that on the chin because you've tried you tried you tried to win a game of football, but then that's got to happen again against Barnsley. Again against Carlisle, again against Charlton, all in the space of what two weeks? Yeah. That, so, so it's got to be these next four performances to me have got to be perfect because sacking him after Charlton, you're giving yourself enough time. It's it's tight, but you're giving yourself a week get someone in and two weeks of the transfer window then to try and 
see what you can do because I believe that we've from from reading Baggers' article with Flitcroft, I believe Flitcroft knows that he's he's fucked up a little bit with the strike situation. Mm. So I believe that the plan the, the, the plan is that they're gonna try and rectify that. Now whether people believe that or or not, then that that that's that's up to them and how they've read it. But I believe that that's that's how it comes across to me is they've realised, yeah, shit, we've 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 fucked that a little bit and we're not helping him, so we'll we'll do something about that. And that and and that kind of then leads me to the fact of well, actually, they probably aren't going to get rid of him because they feel like they've they've let him down a little bit. Mm. And and I don't think they're anywhere close to getting rid of him. I'll be honest with you. No, I'm 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 with you. I don't. I, I really don't. So, I think it would take that stadium turn toxic before they even considered it. Yeah. Oh. And as we've discussed, so, that's not happening. No, it's not. It, it, it's not. It, it's about the league next. So that that's, that's all that's left. Oh yeah, that is all that's left. But that's the most important thing, anyway. As I'd said, and now just like I just really want to see. I really want to see each player break the neck for the club. I want to see them put everything they've got into it. And then if it doesn't happen, then it doesn't happen. I'm 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 okay with that. But yeah, it's just so so hard at the minute. Mm. No, it is. It is. Let's get into it then. Before the game you messaged me said all eleven deserve it from the weekend. Massive chance for them now. Let's hope we start like Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree. I said unchanged, all 11 deserve it. Unless we put in performance like that. It didn't happen. So following on from that, marks for Crosby, the coaching staff, and the sports scientists. It's, 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 a, it's a one. It, it's, I just, like, like I've mentioned, like, first goal, it was partially a mistake. Um, Garrity switched off massively, let Housen run off, and then Housen's hit it. it. Looks like it's going to it's going miles wide. Takes a deflection, goes in. We as a football club seem to be massively on the end of decisions and luck that kind of repeats itself the game later. Because if you remember, Proctor scored in promotion season, scored 90th minute equaliser. Yeah. On the Saturday, on the Tuesday, Rochdale scored a 90th minute equaliser. Yeah. And it's kind of like football evens itself out over the course of the season, everyone says. Ours seems to have to even itself out the next game. Mm. And, and that's kind of how it felt because it was the exact same goal that Chislet scored. Yeah. Like, it wasn't the best hit. Like, Housen hasn't hit it very well. It's taken a big deflection and looped perfectly and over Ripley. So that you start there, you start a bit like, oh fuck's sake, that's you, you, unlucky. However you want, how, however you want to, however you want to put it. Then the second goal's terrible, like defensively. So so you so you then you then again going right, we're 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 on the back foot even further. At half time, you've got to do some changes, and he just didn't. He just didn't seem. Seemed to want to change it. He went like for like in terms of the sub for Ojo, because he, he brought Loft on, put Loft up front, and just dropped Garrity in the middle. 
So yeah. it's it's exactly the same. There's there's no there's no difference. Ollie goes off, Walters comes on, and it's it's like for like and in a game where it's not a game for bring Reese Walters on it. I think was it three 0 at the time Ollie went off? Or was it just, was it two? I think it was three, but I'll double yeah. that as you're talking. So like either, either way, at three or two, it's 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 not a game. It's not a game to bring Reese Walters on. It's like it's not a good experience for him to watch Middlesbrough then keep the ball for twenty minutes. Yeah, six stop. six minutes after they went three up. Yeah, so so it's it's I I would have much preferred go and lose that game four 0 and for the last twenty minutes of it, us be horrible and fire balls up, try and get him stick to sang from sang like. Get, get get him on a bit earlier, get Ooch on a bit earlier and just try and get something to stick up there by firing balls up and just making it awkward. Like like you said earlier, Clark's on a booking. He's been out for six million years. He's, he's, he wasn't blessed with pace when he was, before his knee exploded. So it's like, he's not going to be blessed with pace after, is he? So no. he just... It just seemed like simple decisions that football fan looks at and goes, why don't we do that? The management team have gone, no, we must do it this way. We, we Our pattern of plays dictate this. At one stage, I, I said, said about Garrity lose, losing his man for the first one. Garrity, ben Garrity's our centre-forward yesterday and he's losing a centre-midfielder. Centre Halfway, halfway an hour off. Why? Why is Ben Garrity on the marking a central midfielder at that point? Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving Garrity a kind of a, a get out clause there. But why, why is, why is he doing that? Like, what's, what's going wrong there that one of our central midfielders hasn't gone? Who's, who's not got their man? It's, it's them sort of things. They, they lined up with a, a, a four at the back and. Connor Grant had two men on him all the time, which brought Garrity out or brought our blaster out and stuff like that. And it just it it just tore our shape apart. And I know that Tom um, wanted to talk about Popey's comment on Twitter, um, saying that three at the back at Vale Park's mad when you're playing wide centre backs like we seem to be playing. And I get the concept of what Popey's saying. Because we do drag ourselves out and look, but I don't think three at the back is impossible on our pitch. Um, what I would say is that we've got to be more disciplined in that sort of situation. Of here's your man. This is what you do when he's got the ball. Yeah, I'm with you. And for me, three at the back obviously worked well Saturday. Because the three yeah. at the back worked really well against Wigan. It's worked well at times this season. It hasn't this season. The game last night, I think, obviously, I think it's the first time Popey's been back and watched the Vale live since he left. Yeah. And he's seen us come up against a side that moved the ball a lot quicker than any side that we faced this season. Or any side I can remember facing, as you said, Johnny, for a while. They actually find the men spot on. There's no misplaced passing until we actually tried to put this goalie under pressure and he kicked it out in centre half once but we did that twice in 90 minutes maybe last night's opposition was the wrong opposition for three at the back especially because it is that wide and they were very good at finding the space between the centre halves when you're playing a side like and Wigan have got good attacking players in all fairness 
but they were nowhere near the calibre of Middlesbrough. And maybe against that opposition, that's a mistake from the management. Yeah, I think what I will say is about it, though, the majority of Wigan's players were there last season in the Championship. I get that they finished bottom of the Championship, but they still picked up nearly 40 points. Mm. So, like, the gulf isn't the gulf isn't huge. This that's that's a Middlesbrough team that last year finished fourth in a thirteenth at the minute. Mm. So I, and I think would be a lot higher than they are, were it not for all the injuries. Yeah, definitely. So I, I think overall, we we didn't play the occasion, and that's that's my biggest gripe of it. Like, yeah. We played a game of football. We didn't play the occasion. And as a smaller side, you've got to play the occasion. You've got yeah. to. No, I get you. And if if we'd have drawn Man City at some point in the EFL Cup this season, do you think we'd have tried to pass them off the park? Well, it's funny you should say that. Look what John Askey did. Yeah, yeah but under this management and this side, I don't think we've got another way of playing. I don't think we know how to go a different way. And that's that's worrying, seeing as he's been around football for so long. It is, because let's be honest, the only other game I can remember is really trying to play a different way was Cheltenham at home, who were a really, really poor side and deservedly beat us. And we yeah. did try a different way that day. We tried big men up front and go long. So does this group of players under this management only know how to play football? And if that doesn't work, oh shit, looks like today's going to be a bad day then. Possibly, but and they shouldn't. No, I, I think in in that sense, I don't. I don't always necessarily think that. I, I don't. I don't think you have to change the way we play almost, but change it around, sort of thing. You 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 set up with a back four, yes. Tomorrow, like. I, I was more than happy with that 11. I've, I've told you I was happy with that 11. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not going to go back and say I would have started differently because I wouldn't. No. But what I would have done is after 20 minutes of seeing Conor Grant, who a week ago sports scientist said could only do half an hour, and a week later is doing 90 minutes, like comfortably 90 minutes. Yeah. Twice in four days. Yeah, what 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 I, what I would be doing with with that 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 situation is going. Actually, Connor's been absolutely shafted here by two men. Surely you look at that and go, he, "We're at risk of breaking him down here." Like, and and it, and 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 I'm, and I'm not saying that you've got to babysit each player, but I'd, I'd then be going, "Okay, why is he being doubled up on? What do we need to do?" We need to we need to stop this and impose us. So I would have just gone, right, what we'll do then is let's 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 go down Ripley, pretend pretend that you're a bit injured, bring everyone across and go, right, Jace, I need you to drop in at right back for me. And then Kof, you're my centre off now, alongside um Jesse, and then Granty's going to drop in at left back. And then I have Ojo and Arblaster sat in front of it. Chizzy's going on the right-hand side. I'm going to put Garrity up top. I'm going to say then Divine come out onto onto the left and the player I'm missing who has escaped me. 
because I'm definitely missing a player. Who am I missing? Can't think. Massey, Divine. Massey, Massey, that's Massey. it. Sorry. Yeah, put Chizzy in the hole and put Massey on the right and just go 4-2-3-1 and match him up and then go, right, lads, what I want you to do is the man that's playing opposite you is your man. Let's just get in the faces, kick them up in the air a little bit, make it awkward for them. And if they then turn you and score a great work goal, that's fine. But I saw that after 20 minutes. And that's what really hurts is that, like, I don't profess to be a footballing genius. Yes, I've got, yes, I've got my uh, FA level one. So I am, I, I am on, on the path to being um, a, foot, a footballing aficionado. But, like, if I can see it, what's, what's being seen to say, we can't make a change, you, we've got to do it this way. And that's what I think I need to know. Like, is it that Flitcroft has turned around in the hiring process and gone, if you change formation, I'm sacking you? So he's Which shit scared. It's ludicrous if he had, and I do not believe for one minute he has. No, but it, it, it's one of the things that you've got to say. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, because we don't like, know. No, we don't. Flitcroft has turned around and said, this is our DNA, which I'm I'm fine with having a philosophy. I'm fine with having a DNA, and I'm fine with saying this is how I want you to play. I'm I'm more than happy with that. Man City have got it. Liverpool have got it. Like every football club has has got that sort of way. Some of them is dictated by who the manager is. Everton, for example, at the minute Sean Dyche is in there. We we know the sort of football Dyche plays. So their their sort of DNA is dictated by that sort of player but you're t- you're telling me that in a game that any of their managers look at it and go we're just going to keep doing it this way and hope for the best they don't do they like the- Everton set up differently when they play Man City to when they play Burnley of course they do and, that, and that's what it's about and it's I'm not saying sacrifice your principles I'm saying rein them in and do something a bit different and this is a long-winded way about explaining the, the fact that Crosby's got his two, but I just... I just I forgot so, that was the question. It was, yeah. But I'm so frustrated by the fact that, like I say, I've, I've seen that sort of thing and gone, it's a simple change. We could have we lost 6-0 by making that change, you know what I mean? Like It's hindsight, but I think you help every single one of them players out by doing that. Because every single one of them players is then accountable. In our formation against the back four that we played yesterday, Chizzy Chiz- Chiz- and Garrity should be picking up your your white your, your, your centre halves. You've then got two full backs that does Alf- Alfie then in behind has to pick up two full backs. If he doesn't pick up both of them full backs, which is impossible. Or yep. Blaster and Ojo are going to have to come across, or Garrity and Chislet are going to have to stop their men, or the the wing backs are going to have to, and it causes all sorts of chaos. There's no, there's no natural, there's no natural pickup. And I'm not, and I, and I don't want to go into the Wickham game, for example, and go right. Wickham play four four two. We must mirror that sort of thing so that everyone's helped out. I'm not saying that. I'm saying against teams that teams like. Um, Middlesbrough, who are going to be better than you, give yourself a fighting chance after you've seen what Plan A is isn't working, and there's there's nothing wrong with it either. Like I don't know if you watched the United Liverpool game at the weekend. Klopp's Plan A wasn't working. He, he swapped to Plan B, saw that Plan B wasn't working, 
was made them worse and went back to plan plan A to, to try and do it. So there's nothing wrong with going. Actually, I've I've tried changes. It's gone tits up. Let let's pop it back and damage limitation or or whatnot. So it's that it's just yeah, it's another thing that's really tits tits me off. So yeah, yeah. as we get to two, let's move on to these players. Fair enough. Before we do, very quickly, ref watch brought to you by repair-glasses.co.uk. Uh, thought ref had a decent game, went about his job quietly, did it well. Got both bookings in the first 10 minutes spot on for me. And I know Darren at work disagrees. He thought they were soft bookings. But when you strike against the wrong side of him, you pull him down, you're going to get booked every day of the week. And the winger, Deborah, got away from him and he pulled him down. Now, sometimes that area of the pitch, the ref doesn't book you, but letter of the Lord, he says a booking. So we got them right. I thought ref did okay, and I can't think of anything drastically got wrong. So seven out of ten for the ref. Yeah, I think I think they were Premier League bookings by a Premier League referee. Mm, yeah, I think, I think in in League One and maybe in the Championship they don't always book them there, but I think they were Premier League bookings by a Premier League referee. Yeah, Loftus was a booking, so no issue with that. Oh, bless all they were wound down and up today, saying that dirty bastards they hurt him. Yeah. I think it was probably our player that did it. Or yeah, Jason, Jason Lowe did him because he looked very guilty and a bit sheepish after. Right, so yeah, no, nothing there. Lofty's booking was a booking, and actually I've got no issue with Loft doing that because it's the first time we actually let him know that they were in a game. Yeah. So, all right with that. Yeah, it did okay. So, seven out of ten for the referee. Did okay. Didn't really, it wasn't a tough game for him, ref, because we didn't try and get stuck in. So it was an easy game for him. Just watch them pass the ball about. Um, let's move on then, Johnny. In goal, Connor Ripley. Um, five for Ripley. Um, the pass out to Barmer was was shocking. Um, we'll get on to Barmer's side of it after, but the pass out to Barmer was shocking. Um, he made a decent save, which I think was probably going wide in the second half, and then another from Cavani. Yeah, and then another real good save a bit later in the second half. But yeah, the the third goal, especially he he was planted. I'm not sure if that was. It felt it felt a bit like during the Barnsley goals went in where he was very planted. Like so, yeah, he just it wasn't his best best performance, and his kicking wasn't wasn't that good. So we went. We were a bit shaky all over, really. But, yeah, it's probably not the performance. He, he wanted praying in front of his whole family and friends and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think the occasion probably got to him a little bit. Not necessarily the quarter final, the cup. The fact it was Middlesbrough, 3,000 Middlesbrough fans. Let's be honest, yes, Connor Ripley had quite a few years at Middlesbrough, but where he was backup goalie, spent a lot of time at the likes of Morecambe. He hasn't been used to seeing a crowd like that. And I've got no doubt he can play in front of a crowd like that. But I think just on the night, whether the crowd got to him and it just wasn't his day, just didn't happen for him. Yeah. Moving on. And there isn't many contenders for man of the match. And we'll move on to who was mine. Jesse Deborah. I thought Jesse had a good game. I thought... There was times where he did look comfortable on the ball, times where he dropped the shoulder and leave his striker. And he was one of only three players in total for me that actually managed to lose the man and get away from him. I thought he defended well. I don't think any of the goals were down to him. So my man of the match, Jesse Debris. 
What have you got to say, yeah. Johnny? Yeah, hard to argue. Um, Jesse got, got a seven for me because I think, like you, you just said, said everything really about him. He was cool. He was calm. There was the time in I think the second half where the ball looked like it got away from him, but he turned the turned his pace on and cleaned up. Yeah, he was he was very good. Jesse was. I think he he him and two others definitely can walk away holding their heads high. Um, yeah. Probably three others actually, um, but yeah, I can think of two. I can't think of who third is. Yeah, but two, two, two of them can. Another two can walk away holding their eye. The other, the other one went off on a stretcher. So yes, yes, definitely. I'm with you with that. Yeah. Well, I'm with you with one on the stretcher and one on the pitch. So we'll see who your other one is. But yeah, yeah. Jesse Deborah, my man of the match. Are you game with man of the match. Yeah, my man of the match too. Yeah, with you. Uh, then moving on, Johnny, the middle of the back three, my mate Jason Lev. Yeah, do you know what? It, you 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 saw the difference, didn't you, with with Low? I think he wasn't. He he never got really near that um, that latty laugh in the first half. But in that first half, some absolutely amazing defending by Jason Low when he was two on one, where he just literally drops off and like everyone's getting dead stressed that he's letting their lad run in and then Funzo comes storming in. That's brilliant defending by Lowe, that is. Absolutely brilliant defending. And overall he had a he had a decent game. Um he's been marked down because he's he's smashed Ollie. Um because that, no no one's allowed to do that, especially not our lads. But no, in all seriousness, Jace it was a six out of ten performance. It was decent but He's, he's another one that I, I don't look at and think shirked his responsibility. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. He did what he could last night. And as you say, he defended okay for me and did well. Nothing really more to add. And then moving on, the left of the back three, I'll let you take most of this. I know it's my turn to speak first. So, Kofi, the one thing I will say is second goal has dropped an absolute owlie. However, he clearly shouted to Ripley, I don't want it, don't give it me and Ripley played the ball to him. Now, that doesn't mean that he's allowed to give the ball away and he's allowed to give a goal away. But he clearly said to the goalie, I don't want it there. If he'd, and I've heard people say, why didn't he just let it go out of play then? He'd have got absolute pelters if he let it go out of play. But could he have just edited it up the line or something? I don't know. But he clearly said he didn't want the ball. However, two games in a row now, he hasn't been the best with the ball at his feet, has he? No, and... Look, whether he would have got palters for letting it go out to play or not, you you won't know. People would have groaned, but I don't think people would have slammed him for it unless they go and sling the ball in the box and score. I think you've you've got for me you've got you've got to play your odds there and either hook it up the line or let it go out because I just I just think what he tried was 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 just daft. Um, and it just didn't come off. And then he didn't seem to recover from it. He, no. And I think he's he's probably, out of all the loan plays, he's the one that's probably at the most difficult stage of his career because he's the eldest. He's come from a different pathway than the other four. And this is probably his, his probably one of his last chances because he's, I think he's out of contract at the end of the season. 
Right, didn't realise that. Yeah, so, so I think it's probably one of his last chances. Um, so he's got to impress here, or he's gonna he's gonna have to see what Palace of Palace think. Um, but there's not many 23 year old centre halves are are going to be breaking into a Premier League first team, is there? Um, so yeah, like it just wasn't great. It was a poor performance. It was a poor goal to concede, and like I say, never recovered and got his booking and got shipped off. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Moving on, the right was Gavin Massey. Yes. Like, the good, the bad and the ugly, isn't it, really? Do you know what I mean? Like, we've, we've seen the good of Gav Massey in the last, shall we say, 115, 120 minutes in the last two games. We've seen the bad of Gav Massey yesterday in the in the miss um from like three yards out and then we've seen the ugly side of Gav Massey where he then went missing after that and it's just utter utter madness you hear what Crosby said in in his post-match after the Wigan game about playing to Massey's strengths getting him further up the pitch and then what do you do you go and put him on as pretty much a right back from the start just made no sense to me whatsoever. Like, if you're doing it, keep him pushed up and see if he can get something. But he just, he just, he seemed, he seemed cave after that, and it was just, just a bad performance because I just felt he went missing. So a four for Massey as well. Yeah, I'm with you. And the only thing I will say is I'd like to see the chance back. It looked like he was very much stretching. Now, is that an excuse? Maybe. Because I think the way Middlesbrough were clinical in front of goal, they'd have found a way to put it in the back of the net. And from as close in as he was, it seemed hard to put it over than in. But I think he was stretching. But that was our only chance on the night. And if that goes in, maybe it gives the place a bit of a lift and who knows what happens after that. But yeah, again, I'm not going slaughtering for a game where we were up against a very good opposition that were a lot better than us. If he starts on Saturday against Wickham, we now need the Gab Massey from the last weekend. He can't go back to that because you're right. He did hide after that chance. Yeah, he did, and it's just it's just hard to watch. That was. Yeah, no, it was. And then moving across the middle, only played 45 minutes. He obviously went off at the weekend because he got a knock. Funzo Ojo. Um, I thought he did okay. The 45 who was on the pitch was that us waving the white flag at half time when we said we're not risking him anymore, or was that being sensible and going actually? Can we wrap him up and see if he can play on Saturday? For me, he he limped about five minutes before half time. He, he had a run about on the halfway line and then did a little limp and didn't look like he was fully comfortable. So I think it is saving him. But yeah, fun, Funzo, decent performance again. Like I said, that, that tracking back he did was absolutely brilliant and I think he did it again about about, about two minutes later and he's got some pace on him that boy has we need to see more of that going, going the other way yeah but, yeah Funzo is Funzo the solid six um, didn't look too far out of his depth but looked like he needed help at times and that's not a dig at the other centre midfielders that's more at, like I say like I've said a couple of times now formation and the position we put ourselves in yeah, fair enough. 
I'm moving on next to him for most of the game till he got stretched off and get well soon, Ollie. Um, let's hope it's not too bad. Obviously, there's been a few updates on Twitter from Ollie where he's had a gash in his knee by the look of it and his head been stitched up. So let's see what happens there. What Ollie was one of the ones for me, Johnny, that comes out of it with a lot of credit. All we're going to see him in a veil shoot again. Well, he's got a knee brace on at the minute, hasn't he? So that's that's always a bit concerning. Um, I know that the message came out there was a gash in his knee, but how 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 deep and how severe it is in terms of tissue and muscle damage is is, is a little concerning. Um, well, the injury McAllister's got at Liverpool at the moment, isn't it? And Jurgen Klopp says he's never seen an injury like it, and he's been out for, I think, over a month now, or certainly getting on for a month. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, so uh, it's it's an interesting one. Um, hopefully, we see him in a hopefully see him in a veil shirt again. But Chris Wilder was there last night. Yeah. So that's that's interesting that the managers come down to watch him. Mm. Um. So unless unless he's got his eye on a Borough player, because obviously he managed at Borough. Yes, he did. Um, so unless he's got it. Wanted to have a quick look at a couple of Borough players that that maybe you think might help Chef Chef United, but yeah, um, Ron Raleigh, he was he wasn't helped again, but never never hit. Always asked for the ball, did what he could, but yeah, it was 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 pretty ineffective due to the fact that he was asked to defend for pretty much the whole time he was on. Um, and we know Ollie's best when he's got the ball and been able to do something. So six for Ollie, but yeah, it was it's still him. I say him, him, Ojo, Lowe, and Deborah is where the, where the credit goes. Right, I got a different one, so we'll see. I got one other, but it was probably more for the last half hour when Ollie went off, and we'll get into that in a minute because it's not the next man, but. One that, again, I thought did okay without anything better than okay. But then that's all we're ever going to say about this bloke, Conor Grant. Yeah, like you said, the thing with with Grant is that, like, the ball was, was, yes, first half, the ball was played across to him. He's running onto it on his left foot and he doesn't hit it. Like, that really frustrated me. It's like, just hit that. If it flies into the, the away fans, it flies into the away fans. You know what I mean? It's like, just have a, have a dabble from there because he's known as, he's got a reputation for sort of the set plays. He's got a reputation for having a good shot on him. So just have a go. But yeah, he didn't. And then he was, he, he was doubled up on quite a lot. He was asked to do the stuff that no one wants to do. But yeah, it was just an okay game. Yeah, but it was... It was a five because I just thought it was just a bit. His range of passing and stuff wasn't as good as as we've seen it, and it was just a bit frustrating. But more for him than about him. Mm. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. And when we did get forward and looked as though we might do something, a lot of the time it was a sad because Middlesbrough shifted over. He got some space. We got it out to him, but as you say, there was just kind of no end product either way. So yeah, I'm with you. They're moving on, two behind the front, one is what Sky have got it as, so let's go with that. First one, who I thought I'd come out of it with a bit of credit, and I'll tell you why, was Alfie Devine. I think when Ollie went off, he got on the ball more. There was a, I remember one time where he glided past three or four Middlesbrough players, didn't do it enough, 
And I think it's a big month also for him now with Oli out, whereas he's got go and play in that position and be the one that can be a bit deeper, dictate play, glide past players. And he needs to be the new all blaster for us now. And I saw glimpses of it when Oli went off. Alfie Devine. Yeah, I think my biggest issue with Alfie at the minute is the fact that he's he's in and out of games too much. Um, And you kind of want, I want him more involved. I want him getting on the ball a bit more. You saw saw his turn of pace, for example, against Wigan. And a couple of times he did that. And I think he's a really, like potentially a really good player in there. But we just now need to see a bit more of it. And I think, like you say, whether he gets dropped into that role or or not, I think he's got to pick up a bit of this mantle and, and run with it. So it was a five for Alf. Uh, but yeah, it's just frustrating. Yeah. And then next to him behind Garrity, supposedly. And I'm say supposedly because that's how Sky got the formation. Now, so it's more of a two up top again, but... Um, Chessy, sponsors man of the match. Yeah, it was odd choices man of the match. Um, but <sighs> I think it, the Chizzy the Chizzy was what we've seen of Chizzy recently, and he works hard. He puts himself about, but with very little end product. Now, not so again, not solely down to him. He he's not the sort of player that's going to pick the ball up, take on five players, and. Spankwell in the top corner is he's the sort of player that likes the clever one-twos and get getting in, in, in behind and having a dabble from the edge of the area, but didn't really get that chance and worked hard for the team, but yeah, it was just it, it just wasn't happening for him. So the oh god, making me tired thinking about it. It was a five for Chizzy. Yeah. And that's fair, nothing else to add. Darren at work again did say to me, bit of a bizarre choice for you, man of the match. And I said, yeah, you're right. So Middlesbrough reaction was also the same, bit of a bizarre. But whether that was an hangover from Saturday and the match sponsor went to score that trick on Saturday, we'll give it to him again. Because there wasn't a lot of choice as West Ham have just scored a nice goal, to be fair, make it 3-1. Um, wasn't a lot of choice, but yeah, it wasn't chasing for me, but... Obviously, Saturday did enough to keep his place in the side for Saturday coming for me. But we need to see more of them performances than last night. And last but not least, Johnny, up top, Ben Garrity. Yeah, ben, Ben's Ben, and he, do you know what I mean? He runs his bag off for you, puts himself about. I think he played in four or five different positions in the game. Um, and we've spoken before about moving players around in game, how it doesn't help him and doesn't let him settle and stuff. Already touched on the fact that he lost his man for the first. Um, but yeah, it was just just typical, almost typical Garrity performance of hard working, but without any without anything to show from it because he was another that as an attacker wasn't wasn't helped. So had to go looking and then just just didn't work. So it was a Five for Garrity as well. It's it's not it's not it's not disastrous. They're a very good side, like I say, but it also needs to be said that some players could have and probably should have done more. 
Yeah, it's fair. And the one thing I will say for Garrity is their centre-halves are about eight foot three and actually won his fair share of headers against them. He did all right against them, which yeah. you always know Ben will. But yeah, a thankless task when the ball's at some points which has been belted up there and go and try and win a few headers. And Ben did win a few headers, but at times we didn't get enough players around him to pick up on the second ball and make it hard for them. Yeah, we, we, we seem to have a homing missile on um, Matt Clark's head. Mm. And I was thinking every, every long ball that we played was like pretty much headed away by him really, relatively easily. And it was just like, it's so yeah. frustrating. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. And then, did you give him a mark? Yeah, five for Garrity. Five, yeah. And then we normally say they've got to be on the pitch for 45 minutes for a mark. So last but not least, Ryan Luft. Yeah. Um, four for Luft. I think tried hard, put himself about a bit, but like just just isn't good enough. Just, just, and that's, that's all you can say. He just, just isn't good enough. And it's like, there was there was not much of a chance for him, but a couple of times where you just wanted him to trap the ball, hold it up, and help out, it rolled under his foot, and I think he got frustrated, and that's why he he, he nailed their centre off sort of thing, and it's just it's just it's just our strikers, and it? it's it's probably the easiest way to say. Yeah, and I think that's fair. The, the one positive I will say, and he just doesn't do it enough, I think he did it once in the game, is one ball come fizzing into his chest and actually chested it down really well, held off the defender, got it down and laid it off. And he, yeah, that's what I want you to do. And then as you rightly say, the next one comes to him and he just rolled straight between his legs. And you think, as you said earlier about one of the other players, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, He, he did that, but that probably is the only thing. And actually won a couple of headers and he won them well. And you can see that he's heading them out wide to try and get your wingers onto him. However, at times there was no looking of if the winger was there. It was just expected. Yeah. So, as the result, we give the ball away. So, yeah, it's, again, he's had a couple of OK games. Stephen is from what I hear, but wasn't there. Wigan, come on, did well. What name off to turn it up and we might have to find out with the injuries. Yeah, it's very, it's, it's going to be, going to be an interesting one. Yeah, and just, so, go on. Yeah. We'll put a bow under last night and a bow under the Carabao Cup for this season. Talk to us about Wickham away, brought to you by Andy PBFC's Taxis. If you haven't got on the coach, give Andy a call. He'll arrange for summer for you. Yeah, well, we, we, we travelled down to Wickham. We were 18th on 23 points. Um, so they are below us. They're on a rotten run of form. Um, which which will be nice for people to hear. Um, they've picked up one point in the last five, um, seven points in the last ten, but we've picked up eight points in the last ten games, but seven points in the last five. So, yeah, they're they're, they're on a bit of rotten form. Um, yeah. So it's it's either going to be two teams that stick the place out like Exeter away was. Um, Can't have put up with that again. Yeah, well, it's either going to be that or we turn up like we did against Wigan, and who knows what happens in that in that sort of instance. But they their last game they drew with Derby with a with a last minute um, last minute 
Uh, no, yes, Derby. Yes, they scored the last minute penalty. Yes. Uh, but they're, they're lining up at the minute with um, a 3 4 2 1, so pretty much mirroring our formation. Yeah. Um, Jack Grimmer, ex Valiant's there. Still, he's had some years there, he has. Yeah, still there. And um, Gareth McClear is there at, at 36. Yeah. He, he's he's still he's still getting in, and then um, that Luke Leahy that was at um, yeah, he scored six goals this season in eighteen. Correct. So he's he's also got four assists. So yeah. he's that he's their top goal scorer so far. Um, but yeah, apart from Sam that, still there. Um, well, they've just signed Lyle Taylor. Yeah, yeah Sam Boat yeah, off the bench. Um, yeah. I don't know where Dale is. Um, he hasn't. He wasn't in the squad against Derby. Got injured earlier in the season and hasn't really recovered from what Tom at work's telling me. Right. Okay. Makes sense. And they would swap him for Uch in a heartbeat. Deal done. We'll leave him yeah. there at the weekend. Yeah. Don't disagree. But yeah, they've they've also got Richard Keogh playing centre half for him. Christ, it's hundred and eight. Yeah, hundred and eight. So. Yeah, and what's even worse, Joe Jacobson's still there. Christ. He, he, is, he is 37. So, yeah, are you? So yeah, aging side. Yeah, these are a very, very they're, they're a mixture of, you've got some really old players, because like, Jack Grimm is 29 now, mm. just to make everyone feel dead old that remembers when we had the young, sprightly lad on loan back in 13, 14. Yeah. So, yeah, but so, so they're, they're quite a, they're quite an older squad mixed in with a lot of players that have played for Shrewsbury. So I don't know what they expect really. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know what they expect by signing Shrewsbury ex Shrewsbury players if they expect them not to play like them or whatnot. But yeah, so it's going to be an interesting one. Um, they've. Conceded 29 goals this season, which is the same as us. Um, so that's that. That's that's that shows that obviously they're a team that are a bit leaky, and I just yeah, I'm just a bit. I wonder if Gareth Ainsworth will be there. I up his next job, and you can make your mind up on which uh, dugout. Which battle of the shitness? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'd... It, it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Let's be fair. Yeah. But but yeah, so I think I think the big thing is that we'll be there. We've got to back the side now. Big Christmas period. Games again coming thick and fast. So let's. Let's see what happens during the ninety minutes. But it it just is odd at the minute. It's it's really odd. It is. But yeah, avtimings.com. Come at me, Bez. Tell me what's going on. Avtimings.com. Mainly off. Get yourselves over to his website. Sign up for that. Um, also, have a look what other races he's got lined up. He's got a Christmas race lined up on the twenty seventh of December, which is in Newcastle. So have a look if you fancy that. 10K, I think it is. But double check, because I'm not sure, so don't sign up thinking it's 10K, and then it turns out to be a full marathon. Yeah, well, 
or, or, or targeted towards 10k and then yeah and then it's from gone. there yeah but yeah so yeah get yourselves over have a look johnny what's your 11 um yak for barmer sang for um sang for massey and shit who's in for um, i can play on one leg um Walter's in for Blaster, probably. He probably could, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, Walter's in for Ollie, maybe. Trying to think. Let me just have a quick gander at what was on the bench. Not bringing a striker and then dropping Garrity further back? It's the only real option. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. And when I say I'm dropping Garrity further back, I'm dropping Garrity into one of the 10 positions and moving Divine next to Ojo further back. So Divine is your all-blaster replacement. Yeah. And you've got Garrity and Chasey behind Loft. Fair. And I'm also dropping Balmer for this one, but I'm bringing Smith here. Yeah, but you can see that. Um, and I, I'm leaving Massey. You're leaving him in? Yeah, I'm leaving Massey. See, I'd, I'd, I'd probably, I'd be tempted to leave him in and put him in one of the ten positions, maybe. Can you do that after, as a manager, you've just come out and said that? Mind you, we did it on Tuesday, didn't he? But as a manager, yeah. you've come out and said that actually he's always played as a winger. Winger's where he wants to be. It's my fault he's been shit. Can you then say, oh, by the way, we're not playing your winger? Well, yeah, I suppose you can't, can you? But But I wouldn't be against Reese coming in either, to be fair. But again, it would be a big game for him because he's been out of form a little bit lately. Yeah. Yeah, he has. So, yeah. So, big game up. for Divine for me. Divine's got to step up to all his standards now. He has. And so I suppose the others as well. Mm. I've got I've got to step up, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they have. But I think if you drop Divine next to Ojo, Divine's got to go and do what Ollie does then. Yeah, no, definitely. So we'll see. Yeah, time of first goal scorer, Johnny, and who scored in it? No one. It's nil nil. Oh, don't do that to me. I just have. I'm going 22 minutes. All you need is loft. And we're going to win 4 0. Fuck fucking hell. 4 fucking nil. And Crosby's going to come over and say, fuck off all of you. Well, he isn't. He's too nice for that. Yeah. But his face will be saying that. Yeah, I hope so as well. Do you know what I mean? I, again, like touching on what we said at the start, I hope we're going to Atom for now. I hope it's fucking brilliant. But I'm just I'm just struggling. I'm really struggling with it. And I'm struggling to get like <laughs> just struggling to get motivated about it. And that's 
it's it's the thing that I do at the weekend to for me sort of thing. It's 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 my bit of me time during the week, and yeah, I'm struggling with it. And like the, I suppose from a selfish point of view, I'm just really lucky that the people I enjoy the actual the wrap around, shall we say, because the people I go with it. It's a good day before and stuff like that, and away games after and stuff like that. So, yeah, whole... and we all we all love a reach around at Christmas. We, I said wrap around, not reach around. Oh, uh, I miss it. Sorry, yeah, you did miss it, but I, we, we don't, let's not go there. But yeah, I say overall, let's let's hope let's hope it's positive. Yeah, let's hope, let's hope, and. Talking about positive, if you're heading around Boozham over the festive period, get yourselves on Johnny's Bar, have a pint in there, tell him Bess has sent you. Um, and also talking about positive and spending time with loved ones over Christmas, make sure you do. Um, me and Johnny will not be recording a podcast after the Wickham game because that's what we're going to do because it's Christmas Eve after the Wickham game. And Johnny, you're going to see your mum. I'm Go and go see my auntie and then go down booze for a few pints. Yeah, that is what you was Christmas and it's time, like I say, time for the family. So, um, yeah, we'll be back after Boxing Day and we'll we'll touch on Wickham a little bit because we went with seen and, and stuff like that. And maybe we'll get a, a few little bits out on social media about post match and pre match. Anyway, we'll get, get, get a few lines from everyone and, and go from there so you don't miss us too much time to plan and obviously we won't be previewing Barnsley because we're not doing a post Wickham but if you do want a little preview of Barnsley Coast has been on the Barnsley podcast tonight so when that's out we'll tweet it and Facebook it so you can go and see what Coast thinks about the Barnsley game where we'll be looking to avenge that performance on the first game of the season where I believe we lost 7-0 yeah and no, no one's mentioned it this season so the only good thing on the back of that is Exeter have also now lost 7-0 this season and Sutton United lost 8-0 last weekend. Well, Sutton United sacked the manager after their 8-0 defeat. Oh, did they? I never saw that come through. Yeah, he, he, they, are, they are rock bottom, second bottom on League 2. But yeah, they sacked the gaffer this week. Really right. nice. Yeah, really nice apologetic sacking as well. Because oh. like, he, he, he's taken them up from the National League, won them... Got them to the final of the EFL Trophy last year, highest ever finishes and stuff like that. And they've just like proper emotional sort of. No one wanted it come to this, but it's for the best for everyone. Yeah. So, Who was it that sacked the manager and basically just put we've terminated his contract and nothing else? Oh, I saw that the other week. Yeah, I, I did. I can't remember who it is, but so we have a look. See if it was EFL one. I'm sure it was one for this green was because they've appointed Troy Deeney today. I don't remember seeing Troy Deeney go. Um, no. wasn't, wasn't them down the road, was it? It could have been, you know. Yeah, because yeah, because Derek Adam, Derek Adams left to take a new job, didn't he? So. Yes, and did you see yeah. his post-match interview at the weekend? No, uh, was was he? I think I've heard something. Was he was he saying fuck Rangers and Celtic off? No, he basically he was saying the standard of football in Scotland's worse than he says my team I've just left in League Two is a hundred times better than this one I've just come and taken over here. Yeah, the standard's absolutely awful in Scotland. He says my League Two side's better than this. 
He says, and I'll be honest, that game of football I've just watched is one of the worst games of football in my life. He says, and I can understand why fans don't turn up. Watch that. Because he's oh. dying if that's what they see every week. I understand why there's no fans coming and watch Scottish football. Wow, that's um, that's brutal. Yeah, very brutal. So, yeah, anyway, everyone enjoy Wickham, enjoy Barnsley. We'll be back after the Barnsley game, but on the 27th, some point. Yeah. And we'll have a chat about that. So, enjoy the next two games. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everyone. Well, we'll be back before the New Year, so Merry Christmas. We might be back before the New Year, we'll see. We might have to we might have to do a special before Boxing Day if we get dated and he gets sacked. Oh well, let's see. Let's see. Although I don't know, we still won't have time. Enjoy spending time with your loved ones. Merry Christmas. Have an ale and up the veil. So it's full time from the pod, and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking to who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was. Cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah, there we go. So order McDelivery on on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code program. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.